Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to episode number 37. How are you? I hope you're well. I am really excited. It is early in the morning, and today I am off out to the shops, taking my daughter shopping something that we've obviously not done quite a long time. Not sure if we can try clothes on or anything like that, but it would just be really nice to get out um, and do something different. Anyway, I've also really pleased because I've just been recording some video lessons for the new Lose Weight Live Life Academy. And one of the topics that we cover in the first month is different types of eating. Now, as you may know, I'm a causal coach, which means that I focus on helping you figure out the cause or the reason why you don't have what you want in life. This means that if you don't have the health or the relationship with food or the weight that you want, then I help you figure out why you overeat or maybe eat foods that have low nutritional value so that you can put solutions in place to help you at the causal level because they will be forever solutions. By contrast, diets don't address any of that. They simply fix the problem of the excess weight without helping you see what changes you will want to make to stay slim once you've lost your weight. So something that will be really useful in helping you understand more about your overeating is to look at the different ways in which you eat. We know that when we're overweight, we're eating for emotional reasons, but emotional eating comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. So we're going to talk more about that today. And if you're curious about discovering the ways in which you're eating and you want to learn tools to help you manage your overeating better, then consider joining the Lose Weight Live Life Academy or the next Lose Weight Live Life Mastermind. The Academy is the monthly membership program and I've just recorded all new content for it. It's the membership program that will give you a flexible, self-paced learning approach to helping you create the relationship with food that you want. And the Mastermind is a small group coaching program where you and a small group of other ladies work closely with me for an extended period so that you get all the help you need throughout your weight loss journey. And you can find out more about both of these at www thebestyou.coach forward slash work with Claire. And that's Claire, C-L-A-I-R. There's no E on the end. Okay, so let's talk about different types of eating. And let's start with thinking about nutritional eating and emotional eating. So nutritional eating is when you're eating foods in such a way that it's all about giving yourself, your body, the macro and micronutrients you need to function. It's about eating the right balance of protein, fat, carbohydrate, fiber, water, vitamins, and minerals. And emotional eating is any other eating that you do that is not about meeting your body's nutritional requirements. Emotional eating is not bad or wrong. It's normal to eat for emotional reasons. It's a part of being human, to eat for pleasure and enjoyment, to eat for emotional nourishment. Emotional eating is only a problem when it leads to you being unhealthy or uncomfortable or unhappy because you have excess weight on your body. I think that healthy eating is meeting all of your body's nutritional requirements in an optimal way 
and enjoying foods for pleasure and comfort. So emotionally eating in a way that enables you to be healthy and not overweight and feeling good physically and feeling good emotionally about yourself. It's about balancing nutritional eating and emotional eating in a way that works for you. But before we look at the different types of emotional eating, I just want to mention one other type of eating, which I'm going to call withdrawal eating. Withdrawal eating is when you eat in response to your body not working effectively. And what I mean by this is that you feel overly physically hungry because your body is not fat adapted. And what I mean by that is that your body is not good. It's not effectively using your own body fat as a fuel and energy source because it's been relying on you eating food so regularly or eating foods high in added sugars and refined carbohydrates to such an extent that it's not needed to use, it's not needed to dive into your own fuel reserves for a considerable period of time. So it's just got really bad at doing that. So I see this type of eating and associated hunger when someone who's been eating sugar regularly, um, been eating those meals high in refined carbohydrates, maybe snacking quite a lot between meals on those types of food. So I see it when people have been eating in that way and then they start to want to cut back on eating those foods. It's hunger that you may have previously associated with the deprivation of being on a diet and your eating is to solve that physical discomfort of being really hungry. The good news is that the hunger driving this type of eating is temporary when you learn how to manage it. Because once your body has adapted, it becomes effective at using your own onboard energy supplies. And so you will stop feeling the cravings or that urgent hunger that leads you to want to eat in response to sugar and refined carbohydrate withdrawal. Okay, I just wanted to mention that one there. But now let's look at the different types of emotional eating. I've created these categories because it will help you see what's going on for you when you overeat, which in turn will help you learn and practice different strategies to help you manage emotional eating that's causing you a problem. I think it's important to think of managing our overeating, sorry, managing our emotional eating, rather than thinking it's something that needs to be solved or stopped. And the categories of emotional eating I'm going to talk through today are pleasure eating, creation eating, avoidance eating, unconscious eating, habitual eating, and binge eating. Okay, so I'm just going to run through each of these in turn. So pleasure eating is when you eat foods purely for the pleasure you get from them in your mouth. Oftentimes you will see these foods and it creates the desire for them because you anticipate the pleasure you get from the taste. It could be pleasure from the sweetness or saltiness, or it could be pleasure you get from the texture of eating them. And I want you to know that this is a learned response to eating certain types of foods but it's possible to unlearn the pleasure that you get from eating foods that you over-desire because the pleasure is created by your thoughts. It's created by thoughts you think about the foods and not the food themselves. For example, I used to think that dairy milk chocolate was exquisite tasting and my favourite most pleasurable food. I used words in my thoughts to describe it as sweet and velvety. And I even wonder now if maybe that velvety description came from an advert on the television or something like that. Anyhow, now I don't like how dairy milk chocolate tastes at all. I think of the texture as grainy and I think of it as oversweet and fatty. I no longer get pleasure from thinking about eating or eating 
dairy milk chocolate. So that's what I want you to know about pleasure eating. And I want you to be really curious about when you think you're eating for pleasure and ask yourself about the pleasure that you're getting from those foods. What are the thoughts in your mind that you've learned to believe about those foods that you're eating for pleasure? Next, I want to talk to you about creation eating. Creation eating is when you eat foods or foods in such a way that it creates a positive emotion for you that is not just about the pure pleasure from the taste of the food. This could be when you choose to eat to create the pleasure of a shared experience or for relaxation. It could be about socialization, could be about connection with friends. So for me, this might be the eating of an afternoon tea with my daughter or my mother. Now, it's not just about the pleasure of the foods. I'm actually not that fussed about cake, but the whole experience creates a lot of positive emotion. It creates feelings of indulgence, of connection, of fun, of abundance, of relaxation, of joy. It's where eating is just a part of the whole experience, but it tends to be occasions which do lead to overly eating. Okay. The next type of emotional eating is avoidance eating. And this is where you eat to avoid feeling negative emotion. This could be eating to relieve boredom, frustration or disappointment. Oftentimes when you eat to avoid negative emotion, you find yourself grazing different foods because the foods you're eating don't actually give the emotional escape that you're looking for. You don't feel better. When I did this, I would maybe eat something sweet and then find that I didn't feel better. So I would try something salty and then I still didn't feel better and so I would try something else. Of course, all the time I was doing this, I was totally unaware of what I was doing. I just felt the need, the desire, the want to eat these different types of foods to try and solve something or to find something that I was looking for. This is eating to solve a non-food problem. And sometimes the food will help you feel better and sometimes it won't. Okay, next I want to talk about unconscious eating. Unconscious eating is where you really just eat on autopilot without thinking about it. At some level, you're maybe getting comfort or pleasure from the food, but you're not really paying close attention. This may look like you grazing on crisps and dips when you're socializing with other people. Maybe the first few mouthfuls taste really good, but then you're distracted by the conversation or observing what's going on around you. And so you just find that you just carry on eating almost without realizing it, definitely without thinking about it. Even when you're not getting the same enjoyment from the taste, you're just carrying on grazing. Another way that I sometimes did this would be if I was serving the evening meal family style. What I mean by that is that instead of serving everyone's food on individual plates before I sat down for dinner, I would put bowls of the different foods on the table for everyone to help themselves. And what I would find is that I would unconsciously have seconds or keep taking additional portions of food if there was leftovers. Even though I was full, even though I wasn't getting any enjoyment from it, I wasn't consciously thinking about it. The food was just there and I would just carry on eating it unconsciously. Okay. The next type of habitual eating I want you to consider is where maybe you've created a habit out of eating to feel better or unconscious eating. This could be where you maybe have a glass of wine when you sit down to watch television in the evening or when you have a biscuit with your morning tea. You probably started off eating in a way that was some sort of creation eating, but you maybe repeated the pattern so many times. It's no longer about creating a positive emotion for you. It's just become something automated that you do and you don't even think about it. Okay, 
And then the last one, the last type of emotional eating is binge eating. Binge eating is where you feel out of control of your eating and it's overeating where there is a period where there's a beginning, a middle and an end. And when you're in it, when you're binge eating, you can't stop. You just carry on eating until it passes. Binge eating is often followed by a period of self-judgment, self-criticism, remorse, regret or shame. And oftentimes the eating will also lead to physical discomfort as well as emotional discomfort. Okay, so those are the different types of emotional eating that I want you to be curious about, that I want you to be thinking about. I really encourage you to observe your own eating behaviours and start to ask yourself, okay, what type of emotional eating is this? What is this about? What is going on for me here? Watch yourself with curiosity when you're eating and you're not physically hungry. See which different types of emotional eating you can identify the more you can familiarise yourself with emotional eating patterns, the easier it will be to create different strategies to help you manage them. And if you would like help about learning what those different strategies are, if you would like help applying skills to manage your emotional eating, then I encourage you to come and find out more about the Lose Weight Live Life Academy or the Lose Weight Live Life Mastermind. The new academy is now available and the next mastermind starts at the end of this month. That is April 2021. So find out more about both of those programs at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash work with Claire. Claire is spelled C-L-A-I-R. Okay, that's what I have for you today. Have an amazing week and take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month lose weight, live life, group coaching, mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.